Hello, and welcome to the Donut Dudes podcast. My name is Luke Robbins. I am joined with none other than Shay Foster taking the place of our normal host, Matthew Douglas Smallwood, who is absent. Shay, how are you today? I'm good. That's fantastic. I'm great. I'm so glad yep. to hear that. I, I was going to say, dearly departed Matthew oh, Smallwood, but he, he's fine. Well, he's okay. He, he's he did just walk out the door. Yeah, he departed. But he's um, not. He's alive. Well, also, he's not dear to any of us. <laughs> so that's a, another problem. All right. Today, we're here to talk about music. And what music, you ask? Well, it's none other than Taylor Swift's latest release, yes. Folklore. A surprise album she dropped a, a in August. Beautiful, Fantastic beautiful album. Beautiful surprise. Save 2020. Yeah. Well, it's, it's 2020 is fine now. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> Everything's great. Everything's fine. Um, What did you think about this album? Oh, I thought it was glorious. Yeah. Um, So this is what we're going to do. Like always, um, we're going to go through each track, talk a little bit about it, what we liked about it, maybe what we didn't like about it, question mark, and then we'll rate each song. Um, I'll have the ratings kept track of on my notes and my phone. Okay. And then we're going to decide whether or not this album is more or less than the sum of its parts. We'll like average it out per track and okay. then we'll see what happens. So it's going to be fun. Math. It will be very, this is a math podcast. Math. Um, okay. First and foremost. So, <clears throat> uh, this album was released on what? August. I should have looked this up It beforehand. was the end of August. It I was, believe. yeah, it was something like that. It was in August and the day before it dropped, she announced it. And So to truly understand folklore, I feel like you have to understand what... What's the word? You can't say predecessed. What came before? What led to what the led album? What led to folklore. Very good. So we've got Lover. Yep. Which was kind of like coming out of the reputation, dark vibe. And then we've got folklore which to me feels like an album that's just kind of like her being allowed to do whatever she wants now because she's not really like answering to any type of like she's not answering to anybody right now on this album in fact a lot of the songs aren't even about her which is cool a cool departure from reputation and some of her other albums because those albums were very much like her responding to the media or her responding to you know, people in her life or, yeah. or whatever, but um, yeah, she's obviously got a reputation, pun mm-hmm. intended, uh-huh. for writing songs about people in her life, and uh-huh. those people are typically yeah. famous as well. And so this album really came out of that. It, it, yeah, it, in no way, like I don't. I do feel like the few songs she does write about her own life are very. I mean, to me. Like, I knew right away, like, okay, this is one of the ones that's about her. Yeah. You can always tell. Well, that's why you're here today, because I didn't totally, I couldn't totally tell. Like, some of them are obviously, like, not about, like, her. And that's, that's probably just because I'm a hardcore fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we're, that's why we're doing this. That's why we're here. So. Okay. Okay. Um, this album, why do I have the Japanese special edition? Well. Track listed. (laughs) Shouldn't do that. I was like, why are there 17 tracks? (laughs) What? <laughs> well, um, uh, we we should probably be looking at the deluxe though. I don't know that you've heard. Have you heard? I have not listened to the licks. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we, we'll, maybe we'll do a maybe a we'll do listening. a live react. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be good. Okay. Okay. Uh, but we'll start with the one. Um, okay. 
where were you when you when you first pulled up the album and you started okay. listening to it? So, I was. Let's see. Let me think here. I was waiting. I was up at midnight okay. waiting, as usual, as per usual when Taylor Swift announces an album. Usually, my friend Kayla and I have an album release party, but this one really came out like we had no time to there prepare. There was, of course not. And uh, and it was, it was just. It also came out on, like, didn't it come out on min- midnight on third? Like, it was a weird day. I feel like it was the it was a week day, so it wasn't like we could be like hanging out. You know, because we have to go. Well, it comes out on midnight on Friday, which is technically Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, so it so was Thursday night. It was like going into Friday. Um, I'm gonna pull up lyrics here so that I can look at them. But uh, I that's what I was doing. I was just, you know, listening to it right there at midnight. Just in your house. Yep, just Pretty in my cool. house. Okay, so this the first track on this album. In my opinion, I think this is actually about this is about her life, right? Is this one of them? This one is a little iffy. I do not know. I feel like it's not only because to me it seems like she's still with her current boyfriend. So it just doesn't really make sense with the timeline of things. It could be maybe a song she wrote a lot. It could be an older song. An older song. Or she's writing about an old relationship. There's always that. But I kind of felt like this song fit with kind of the narrative of um, Betty and like some of the breakup songs on Mm -hmm. the album. I felt like it fit more with those. Not that it necessarily belongs to those characters, but that it's like that vibe. If that makes sense. I I do agree. For whatever reason, I saw this song as her writing about herself. (laughs) I don't know why that is. Okay. Who knows? I I mean, I could definitely see that. The only thing is, she talks about, like, bus stops. Mm-hmm. I really don't think Taylor Swift spends a whole lot of time <laughs> at bus stops. Uh, what? I think there's also, like... But I do feel like the one is a great opener because it sets the tone for the album with some of the themes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like you um, get the vibe of the album right away. You get like... the vibe of the album right away. Like, I think... Some of the lyrics, like, Roaring Twenties, Tossing Pennies in the Pool, that kind of reminds me of just, I don't know, some of the, like, the the Last Great American Dynasty, mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know, like, the Sunday Matinee, she references films a lot. She does, I was gonna, I wanted to get to album. that, like, yeah. there's a lot of film, like, not references to specific um, films, but just film in yeah. general, like, theaters and Theaters and, and films are a big thing, and I also think the sound of this song bridges the gap between some of her older music and this current album because if you listen to it this is the one you could be like okay well this song could maybe belong on one of her other albums as well um and she likes to do that with opening songs i feel like she likes to kind of bridge the gap from the album that came before i can't really think of any other other i can think of like one i can think of is um what which one is it that I can think of? I can't remember. Okay. But I feel like it's a thing. Maybe it's, it's not a thing. You know what? But it's okay. You guys out there, go research it for yourself. Yeah. I will do the same That's as fine. soon as we finish um, recording this. So, what's your favorite line from this song? Do you have one? Um. Hmm. I don't know. Because I really like. Um, she says something about painting by the numbers 
thought we were making it count. Making it count. Yeah, that's which, good. That's nice. It's just kind of a clever line. I don't know. Like yeah. some might say that's a silly line, but I like no, it. No, I like it. I like it. It's nice. It's simple. I wouldn't say this one is like my favorite on the album. I don't think it's as it's the smartest lyrically. Okay. But it's like a nice I would I mean it's a nice opener. It's a nice like get the get the vibe of the album mm-hmm. type song. Um I actually really like it lyrically. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's honest, fine, too. It's actually one of my... I think this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Uh-huh. Um, they're all good. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, what would you rate this song on a scale of 1 to 10? And you cannot rate Okay, well, tens. here's the thing. So, if I, if I were just rating this album, just, you know, completely honestly, I'd probably give almost every song a 10. Okay, that's but allowed. for the sake of this podcast... I'm not going to rate every song a 10. I'm going to try to, like, Taylor Swift is incredible, and I'm going to try to rate her based on her. Okay. So this is, like, competing with her other songs. I would say this album is maybe a, for this album, like a a 6 for this song. A 6? A 6. So you're saying 6. Okay. I'm saying, I'm going to give it, oof. Six, seven feels too low, but it feels too high. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a seven point five. We okay. do we do give out point fives. Okay. As of right now. Okay. Um. Okay. There's not a lot. Of, like. <clears throat> yeah. That dive. that song's not. I mean, it's it's pretty surface like. It's very surface. Surface. I level totally agree. Song. Okay. Next song. Cardigans. Okay. Ah, oh, beautiful. Okay. I love. What cardigan. do you think about this song? Uh. So I feel like your inclination with a le- lead single is like you like it, but it. When you listen to the full album, you're more inclined to push it aside because you've already heard it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. Because whenever I listen to um, the album, and like I've, right. I've and heard the heard, singles already. Yeah, you've heard the single, so you're like, okay, you know, and you pick a different favorite. Yeah. Cardigan is so good that you just can't do that. Like, I feel like Cardigan it's... is so good that you can't be like, oh, it's the it's the opener single, so I, I'm not gonna pick it as my favorite. Like, it's definitely a top five for me. On the album? On, on the album. Okay. Or, or, or maybe in general in with the her songs. World. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so this song is like the one of the three of like the teenage love triangle. Yes. That oh, yeah. I'm sure you know more about it than me. Uh-huh. So you talk about that. Okay. So Taylor said in her, she did like a YouTube chat thing. And she said that there's three songs that she refers to as the teenage love triangle. So she said this before the album came out. So of course I was very busy yeah. trying to figure out a lot of work to do what what the uh, what the teenage love triangle was. So this one pretty much is definitely uh, there's like Betty. two definites and then there's one. I, I think they're all definite. She's pretty much confirmed it at this point in her is responses August the third to one? yeah okay. august is i was gonna month. say that that's so be august. we're talking about a relationship between three people two girls one boy a he thruple. a thruple <laughs> he uh no that's not it so this this is from betty's perspective who you will learn her name later on in the album mm-hmm. um she's singing about uh a boyfriend that she had that uh sorry luke's I hit the table, the table with my knee on accident. <laughs> um, so she, she's singing about... We don't cut anything um, out in this podcast. Just no, so. it's too much work. No, we're not. Okay. We, it's all organic. So, Okay, Betty. 
she's sing- singing about this boy uh, who looks like they kind of had like a first love type relationship, and then she uh, he he kind of cheated on her, moved on with someone else, and then came back to her, as they always do. <sighs> just kidding. I mean, they don't. Just, I have no experience in this. So yeah, like they all um, do. <laughs> so, Happens all the time. I just think. We'll, we'll get we'll get to the we'll teammate. To yeah. Once we like, wrap it up uh, with once we hear all three right. songs, I'll I'll get more into that. Because I wanted to like talk about what you think happens. Okay. Kind of, okay, but okay. We'll, we'll get to that yeah. after Betty. And I want to okay. ask like who you're rooting for right. in the triangle. I know. Because I have made a decision. Okay. On who I'm rooting for, okay. For sure. I feel like I could guess who you were rooting for, but okay, we'll talk I don't, about it. We'll I think talk it's going it to surprise you for sure. Okay. Um. Okay. So this song musically is. So, like, when I think about this song, I don't immediately think about it as one of my favorites because yeah. I think about, like, kind of the slower verses uh-huh. and not, like, it kind of picks up, mm-hmm. obviously, with the chorus, but the last chorus kind of builds. But I don't, for whatever reason, I think about it and I kind of think about the intro, which <clears> doesn't <throat> get me as excited as the chorus does. Yeah. So, it's it's one of those songs where if you just, like, right. if you know a song will come on and you'd be like, oh, I don't really want to listen to this song, but yeah. you don't have the energy to skip it and you end up being like, this oh. is a good time. I enjoyed this song. Yeah. This is exactly like one of the... This is exactly what I'm talking about here because okay. by the end of it, I'm very glad that I listened to it. Yes. Um, when it comes on outside of the album, um, the chorus is great. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a favorite lyric from this particular song? This song is one of the best lyrical songs I think ever. Like ever. Taylor, it like just blows you away with her lyrics every time. I mean, she's like the the greatest lyricist yeah. ever. But this this album, she shines. Yeah. And this particular song, I just think like the imagery is so beautiful. The the imagery imagery of a cardigan mm-hmm. being like that comforting thing that you put back on, and her being the girl that he comes back to, I just think is really cool. I love um, the third. Let's see, bridge slash chorus like the refrain or... um leaving like a father running like water mm. i love that peter losing wendy tried to change the ending peter losing wendy yeah. i mean it's just like that whole thing um it's just such a good no lyric is like not good you drew stars around my scars that's just well great. i've always been in her corner as far as lyrics go because yes. people see her as well, it's people's tendency to see her as like this girl who just writes about breakups and doesn't yeah. have like any like depth to her music. But right. her, her lyrics are have always been pretty incredible, always. especially like I. There's a lot of songs on Red that yeah. I think like she really starts to like uh-huh. get serious and and it yeah. starts to mature. And being that young, she's like, super young for I mean, for expect. fearless and speak now. Like those lyrics coming from a teenager mm-hmm. are pretty pretty impressive. intense. Like and so. She's always been great, and then these lyrics, especially, like, you can kind of lose them. Mm-hmm, because there's so many good ones. Yeah, they kind of, it's it's a high volume of really good yeah. lyrics, and you can kind of just get lost, like, listening to the nice, it's 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 music that's just kind of soft for, yes. for the most part, and so you just kind of get lost listening to the music, and then there's, there's like, you would text me some of your, like, when it first came out, yeah. about some of your favorite lyrics, and I was like, I don't even remember that lyric. I know. Um, but it's a I lot would, to take in. It's a lot, but... I don't know that I have a favorite lyric from this song, so it's yeah. all good. It's all good. I was trying to figure out, like, okay, so the beginning, Vintage to You, Brand New Phone. Mm-hmm. So is she singing about the other girl here? I've always been a little confused about that. Like, 
high heels on cobblestones. I think she is singing about the other girl because, uh, as we'll hear later, in I think Betty, he sings about cobblestones yeah, so and the girl walks. So I, I think that's the description of the other girl, which is interesting because we don't get a whole lot of information about her. Um, so I think that little first verse is interesting because that's your real only like your only description of the August girl. Yeah. Um, well, that was a bit of a spoiler, but okay. Sorry. Just kidding. That's not Hate even. Hate it. No. Um, I'm actually looking on Genius right now, which is a great place to yeah. figure out lyrics if you don't know about Genius. Uh, so the first line, Vintage Tea Brand New Phone, is supposed to be like a juxtaposition between like Vintage Tea, so like old things, and then a brand oh, new phone. I've never even thought of, why didn't I ever think of I that? I know, I didn't either. I so also didn't dumb. realize the cobblestone thing. I didn't realize that yeah. the, the cobble, like, just until just and, now. And they may mention cobblestones in August as well. Yeah, like, you get can't so remember. lost. There's, yeah. there's. She's, Sequence she's smile there, black so. lipstick. That's another one. I'm like, what is she trying to say to me? I know it's something that I'm not smart enough to understand, but I would like to. Um, <laughs> all all this says is the description is strikingly similar to the outfit Swift wore in the 2016 Met Gala, where she allegedly that met... has nothing to do. Well, it probably doesn't. Um, but Sometimes they have we... <laughs> really smart things to say, and other times it's like, "What are, what are you?" She's talking referencing about? the time that she <laughs> that she wore a sparkly dress to the Met Gala. I don't That's think this song has nothing to do. <laughs> you guys remember uh, 2016? <laughs> the little... song's not even about her. <laughs> terrible. Okay, what would you rate this song? I think I have to give this one a ten out of ten. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to keep, there's about, I think there's about four songs that I'm going to have to give. You can give as many 10s 10. as you want, as long as you're not giving like, as I'm long as like 12 out of 16 okay. or 10s. Okay, like, okay, okay. I'll be reasonable I will probably it. give out one 10. Okay. And you obviously, you Driving know what a it's hard be, bargain but over don't. there. Well, you know, you are, I'm a music critic and I have uh -huh. to be, I'm very serious. I take it very seriously. <laughs> so, you know, no song is perfect. Um, okay. Yeah, I Yet. mean it is. And the video, we do need to talk. Did you watch the video? I did not. Oh, I, I don't think I've watched any gorgeous of gorgeous video. I love the video because the video, she uh, personalized it. The video to be more about her. I don't even know how to explain it. Like she goes through all these different like landscapes, um, and it's kind of showing her relationship with music, like okay. pulling her out of. You'll have to watch it. It's am, hard to explain. Like visual art for me does not resonate yeah. really as much okay. as like. I will word say art. I agree with you there. Um, there's been a couple of I I do like her videos and there's been a couple that I've been like that is fire like the blank space music video. That's a really good one. Amazing. Um, also Look what you made album, me do. Music video, great music video. Do you like the one for Say You Remember Me? What's on? What's which, which one is that? Wildest dreams. Wildest dreams. Do you yeah, like that one? I, do. I like that one a lot. I do like that one. I like the ones that I, the mo the ones I like the most are the ones with storylines. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna give this song <clears throat> a seven. Okay. Now I'm worried that I'm not giving them high enough because okay. Well, that's we'll, okay. we'll see what happens. That's okay. I'm gonna follow they, my we heart. Know, we know you like it. So. Yeah. Well, you said that. It turns so out okay. I hate this album. <laughs> uh, okay. The last great American Dynasty is the third okay. track. I love this song. Why did I think that came? later in the album i don't know that's weird. um okay who knows um so i was very confused when i heard this song for the first time like i liked it but i was like what is happening what so is this this is the song about the 
her her house and who yeah, owned it before. The history of her house. Yeah. Um so that's kind of the the premise of folklore is that she's writing stories from other people's mm-hmm. uh perspectives or characters that she's made up. Um but this is a real life character. It was the woman that lived in her Rhode Island house before she did um who was I mean I guess sort of like a socialite type of person yeah. married to a wealthy man probably was he an older man because it, I'm, like, I'm it, assuming at the very beginning of the song she's talking that married she, an line, older man yeah says it must have been her fault his heart right. gave out so. um I also love there's kind of a hidden storyline here as well with that links it to Taylor um I don't know if you remember it was about the time that she was she bought this house about the time during red when uh she was getting a lot of the like bad press for yeah. dating too many people that was like when it started um, happening yeah it I'm started like, happening really red. intensely people were like mad at her for dating too many people which i won't even get into how well, annoying that is yeah. to me but because you know they're not going to say that about ed sheeran or justin bieber just taylor swift she's she's the, the only person that i can think about um, who they've ever said like only dude that they ever like point finger that is john mayer who yeah was in yeah, a relationship in, in with that, taylor swift and that was not okay in my opinion i i agree and in fairness john mayer i mean that's one i would say not only he dated a lot of people but that's his prerogative but he wasn't in the past a very nice person he to was, date he kind of went through a trial there yeah. and so that in that situation i can understand but i feel like taylor got a ton of like oh big time like you're dating too many people and you're dating people just to write songs about them and it's like you don't say that about male artists so well, i just don't feel like that's a fair and then and, and you shouldn't say it about anybody i mean let people date who they want to date i feel like she was dating a normal amount of people for a uh, a we just knew who they all woman. were. We so. just happened to know who they were. Also, yeah. if she wanted to date people to write more songs, I would totally respect yeah, that. Yeah, do I what you want to do. Get, um, get but I never, somehow. yeah, I never looked at her as like a um, a man eater who turned around and wrote really hateful songs about someone afterwards. No. The only people I can think of that she really wrote a diss track about is John Mayer, and I agree with you. That was a really weird situation, and I don't feel she like he should have dated him. She, he was 31 and she was 19. Yeah. Hacker age plus seven is the rule, and that does not yeah. check out. Not to mention the fact that she was a fan and kind of idolized him, mm-hmm. and that's a, it adds another layer because, like, well, you're in a weird situation again, when you Mayer date someone that... let a lot of... He yeah. had a huge ego at that time. Yeah, and right. So I think I think that's a fair one. Um, any other diss tracks? I, I really can't think of any other like real gnarly burns that she did to someone in a song, <laughs> really right? I burns. mean, like uh, um, I don't know, Jake Gyllenhaal, I guess. But which one? What? She never. The other thing is, she never came out and said, "I wrote this song about Jake Gyllenhaal." No. You know, it's like it was never a disrespectful thing. So I don't know. I just it irritates me. But that's not which the point. one was Jake was. She wrote a lot of red about Jake Gyllenhaal. A, Maybe. I mean, that's the assumption. I think it's true. All while too we're talking well. about this, I know all too well is about him, but okay. while we're talking about this, yeah. who is I Knew Your Trouble about? Because everyone no thinks knows. it's Harry Styles, but it's, it's so not. It's so confusing. It's not well, Harry Styles. Well, the timeline of when she wrote I Knew Your Trouble does not match up with it being Harry Styles. Um, so some people think, I think John Mayer. I totally agree, because if you yeah. watch the music video, 
the dude in that song looks or, so he looks like a lot of time yeah. there so yeah um i do think there's that um aspect i i think nobody responded better to that situation than taylor herself when she wrote blank space i mean she she handled it like she uh she handled it well yeah she she created a character for who the media was saying that she was wrote a song about it did a video about it i just think like it's probably hard to be the most famous person in the entire world yeah that's just yeah and she's really credit done a very nice job i feel she's she's a nice lady <laughs> she very is pleasant. she's very pleasant i well, like her we've gotten super off track <clears throat> yeah we got really um, off track we were on oh 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 the last i remember what i was saying yeah you were saying okay something so i then... was saying this this house ha- so around the time she was writing red she bought this house in rhode island um and uh people in rhode island <laughs> In the, in the neighborhood that she happens to live in are very uh, wealthy, obviously. Very. And they kind of have this old money perspective. Um, and so she got a lot of bad press when she bought this house from neighbors that just did not want her to live there. Uh, were super mad that she bought this house and moved into their area. Because in their minds, they were like, oh, great, this young celebrity is moving into our neighborhood. She's annoying. Like, we don't want her here. She's like, you know what I mean? Like, they looked at her as this young pop yeah. star that was moving into their old money neighborhood where yeah. they were all fancy They're and all stuff. With their... So, when you get to the end of the song, um, the it changes mm-hmm. from being about Rebecca to being about her. Um, so the story of Rebecca, you know, they say, like the chorus says, there goes the last great American dynasty. Who knows if she never showed up, what could have been, there goes the most shameless woman this town has ever seen. So that's talking about Rebecca, Mm -hmm. um, who got a lot of hate for being kind of a young woman that married an older man and Mm -hmm. ended up with a lot of money living in this house. And then Taylor uh responds at the end of the song it says 50 years is a long time holiday house sat quietly on the beach free of women with madness their men in bad habits and then it was bought by me who knows if i never showed up what could have been there goes the loudest woman this town has ever seen i had a marvelous time ruining everything so she's responding to the same claims that were made about her as were made about rebecca so it kind of ties the two together yeah, which is well, super it's, interesting. To it's me. just I think it's a very interesting song that is also quite pleasant to listen to. Yeah, I enjoy it. Lovely. Um, what would you write this song? Hmm. I gotta say though, it's not the song I turn on the most. Uh, okay. Like if I'm listening to the album, I do not listen to this song as often as some of the others and i think maybe that's because i like a song that has a little bit more vague lyrics and this was very forward i I do yeah forward this is very obviously a lot of stated um which is fine but it's not my one that i'll listen to a lot so i would maybe give this one uh six seven maybe seven i'll go with a seven do you want to do a 6.5? Okay. I, I, I like the 7. Okay, that I'm sounds good. I'm going to go with the 7. I'm going to give it an 8.5 because I really like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving onward. Exile. Mm-hmm. Featuring Bon Iver. Oh, man. Beautiful um, song. Very good song. So, I think when I saw that he was on the album, like, being featured, that's, like, when I knew what the album was going to look like. Yeah. 
because obviously he has quite a yeah he's a tight he has a vibe yeah he has a very that he puts yep. out with his music and and this album was exactly like what I thought and hoped it would be, mm-hmm. which is great. But this song, um, super good. And actually, it starts out with Fun of Air singing, um, which is not that interesting, I guess. But I always find it interesting when like the, the, the featured person yeah. is the first person to sing, which happened with Gary Lightbody on mm-hmm. Red. This song reminds me a lot of that song. Yeah, and that's a fantastic song. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this song? We have some thoughts? Um, I love... Bonavere's voice. I think he has such a nice, like, low, that low voice is. It was so fascinating. Well, because, like, on For Emma Forever Ago, that album, he mainly sings high. Yeah. Right. So this was like. I was like, who who are you? What? I love For Emma Forever Ago. Yeah. Uh, It's like one of my top albums. Um, This, I think, is amazing because I think it, in some ways, makes people finally like take taylor swift a little more seriously because <laughs> it's like i you know what i mean like i, I feel mean. like th- she's so good but people still are like thinking that she's writing song for songs for teenagers and we're so far removed from that you know and that like hasn't been the case, having like... bon Iver on the album is like oh, okay we're getting serious now like because he wants to work with her you he... know like i said he's a, he's a vibe about him right that... And he is kind of like more of a what would you call it? Not not the. He is. Um, I can't think of the word I'm I'm trying to use to describe him, but I I, know. everybody knows what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think he's so. very he's a very serious like very serious uh, artist. He, I mean, if we ever review for Emma Forever Ago, I will return. But I don't know if you have ever heard the story of how he made that album. I have not. So. We already have someone who's coming to talk yeah, about well, that. Well, that's okay. I forgive you. Dave is going to come um, on here. Oh, no, you never met Dave. doesn't matter. Hello, know, Dave. Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> um, so, Forever Forever Ago, he wrote in a shack. Really? Like, uh, he went through a breakup. and I don't know why I know this story. He went through a breakup, and he... Um, the girl's name was Emma. Yeah. And he went to a shack, like, in the middle of nowhere. And it was very, very cold. It, the picture on the album, I believe, is the place he was I, at. Yeah. And, and just kind of, like, hold up there and didn't have any internet or, like, TV or talk to anybody the entire time that he made the album. So he had kind of no outside influences. Um, it's super fascinating. And then also I love that he says, like, Emma, when he talks about the title of the album, he's like, Emma is not, it's not about Emma. Emma to him is, like, a time and place. Yeah. I well, that's... Anyway, that's, that's another... another it's another, it's another, another podcast. Thing. But I love that he's here. I yeah. think he's great. And so let me see. I can see Sandy Honey. So what is the song about is the question. Well. So another, this is one of the songs with like the movie references. To. I'm a little confused. I'm still About this sure. song. So um, in her like note at the beginning of the album, it says uh, that there is a song on here that is about a man who is exiled from his town. Which obviously is this, but uh, I mean, it obviously seems to reference a breakup and yeah. on some level. So I think maybe on on the surface, it's referencing a breakup uh, between two people that just never really could understand each other. Um, but I people. think there might be a hidden meaning um, about being exiled from a place. Okay. Um, so like, if you were to see it as you know a person 
leaving their town for a certain reason or, or being exiled there's also that i i don't I, i'm kind of confused about the specifics i would love it if at some point she would talk about this song and like give I, us I some more information much about like what this song means is about yeah so i guess we could just accept that maybe it's just an allegory it, it's definitely an allegory i just don't know what <laughs> it kind of reminds me of miss americana um, from Lover. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that song, but that song is reference. It's kind of comparing American politics to uh, a high school. Um, so on the surface, it's talking about a high school uh, relationship, but it's, like, um, it's an allegory of like I don't know if you ever heard John Bellion's Fashion, but like yeah, that song is like if you listen to it, you're like, right. oh, he's, like he's talking about how he likes you know he likes his boots and stuff. Right. But then fashion is an <laughs> allegory for. I actually forget what it is now, like celebrity yeah. status and, yeah. and money and all that There's stuff. There's something so. like that going on here, but I haven't really figured it out. Um, so. I really like the part when he's like, when it when so step right out, there's no amount of crying I, do, I can do for you. That's when I really start to like mm-hmm. get excited about the song. I love the, rep- the repeating when they repeat each other. It's so pretty. Which is like that song, um, the last, yeah, the last time. It's so similar. And that is a great song, like I said. Uh-huh. And this is a great song. There's like a lot going on. Yeah. So if you're ever trying to, you know, if you're ever out there doing karaoke night and there's two of you that want to sing, yeah. this is a great song and people will respect you for it. Uh-huh. What would you give this song? This one I, I got to give a nine out of ten. Wow. Big time. I am going to give it a seven. I think mm-hmm. nice um for whatever because this was a tech how did the single work in this song because i don't remember there the being singles was there, there on weren't, the album there weren't technically uh, like singles. cardigan came out i don't believe there's been another single i mean she's made a video did cardigan come out before the rest of the album and i just missed cardigan it cardigan came out the same i think the same night as the album but okay. the video came out like with like right away album. Yeah, yeah yeah okay because it says that Cardigan, Exile, and Betty are all technically singles, and I'm not sure how that works. That's weird. We're not going to talk about that either. right now. Maybe those were released to radio. That seems right. That seems like it's probably true. But anyway, of of the like, um, those first two singles, not like among my favorites on the album, but yeah, still good. Okay, yeah, sorry. My Tears Ricochet is the fifth Ugh. song, and this. I, I do I do that every time. I think you might have so far, which is fine. <laughs> Um, I love this song. This might be my top song. Really? One of them. Probably the top. Do you, do you know... F- okay. Do you have like a top three? Uh, I'll, like I'll figure def- it out. Okay. I'll figure it Sorry. out at the end. Shouldn't I ask will. that too No, early. it's, it's okay. Too okay. I just... I need to see all... This is the only song on the album that says it was strictly written by Taylor Swift and no others. Which yeah. I always love to see that. I just... There's something so special about a song that yeah. it's just straight up written by one person. Nobody helped. Yeah, I love that too. So, I love that she she has quite a few of those. She like does. really great songs that are just solo her. When I when I want to hate on somebody, I go to like their their albums and see yeah. how many of their songs they just oh, straight man. up weren't like writer on. Yeah. And then I say, hey, remember when Carrie Underwood wrote like four of the sixteen songs on her album? Yeah. And then not that was. A low, a low blow I, for Karen Underwood, I, I but Karen Underwood, you know, not much a songwriter. Um, she is just a singer. Or so. when, or I hate it when it's like a really, really unoriginal song, and there's ten co-writers on it, and you're just like, you can always tell. 
Like, come on. It, you took 10 people for this have piece you seen, of garbage. Have you seen Popstar with the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yes. So yep. mm-hmm. it's actually, it's a really stupid movie, but like it is kind of Accurate. about like big yeah. pop stars who just are in it to like just rake in as much money and get as many big singles. So he, he talks about yeah. his, he's making this new album and he's like, I personally hired like 75 writers per song to make sure every song is a hit. And then it ends up being garbage yeah. and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's real. About right. So if you, the other thing is, I think if you don't write your music, you have less control mm-hmm. <clears throat> because as we've seen with the Taylor Swift situation, she lost all of her music, the rights to a lot of her music. The only reason she still has some control of those songs is because she wrote them. She mm-hmm. was a writer on every song she's ever put out. If she had not been a writer on every single song, she, pr- I think what I read is she would have lost all control. So right now she still has writer control of the songs, um, not singer control. So so Scooter Braun owns her songs, um, but like if Scooter Braun wants to put them in a commercial or whatever, it has to be approved by her because she was a writer. Okay. So she can still deny that, um, which is huge because like otherwise she would be screwed. So write your own songs. Write your own. That's, that's, moral. that's the message mm-hmm. what we're trying to put out. Um, do you want to know something that we're we're five songs in? We've been talking for thirty eight minutes, so not that we need to speed up, but sorry everyone, this is this is a long, it's gonna be a long one, which is Man, fine. It's fine. We'll we'll get it together. So, okay. Um, we've talked about a lot. So my tears ricochet, amazing. This song, uh, so it's about. Uh, I read about this one. It's about going to basically a funeral of someone that was kind of relentlessly abused by someone else and that person kind of showing up at the funeral is from what i've gotten it's actually about a funeral yeah it's an actual i think an actual funeral um so i I think that's really interesting to think about when you listen to it i did not know that i actually have probably read the least about this song of any of songs any of the songs um, I, I'm pretty sure that's what she's if you read her letter that goes with the album it goes into a tiny bit of detail about what the songs are I think the lyrics let's see she says um, I freaking love the lyric and if I'm dead to you why are you at the wake well, like, one of the best. just so good so um, genius yeah. says that Taylor Swift shared via Instagram that my tears ricochet is about an embittered tormentor showing up at the funeral of his fallen object of obsession yeah. Interesting. It's so interesting. Fascinating. That's a very interesting idea. Um, I just love you had to kill me, but it killed you just the same. Um, so there's another it, line I love, but I can't. Is this song being sung from the the person who's deceased? I think so. Their point of view? Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Um, I mean, there's so many good lyrics in here. So what does it mean for her tears to ricochet? I I love that. I think it just means like <clears throat> you tormented me all these years, but now look, you're the one crying at my funeral. Mm-hmm. So the tears really, at the end of the day, became yours. There's another lyric though. I uh, let's see. Um, well, now because I've had this thought, I'm gonna ruin the song for you. But I just had like 
I'm gonna always forever think about um, you now, like the show when I oh. think about this song. Um, yeah. And that's ruined it. Lovely. So. Great. Great. I'm gonna well, try not to. Well, maybe that will. Maybe that'll be better. Um, I found the lyric. I was looking for it. It's um, and you can aim for my heart, go for blood, but you would still miss me in your bones. Like that is a great lyric. I think that just shows like this tormentor, as she calls them, spent all that time trying to ruin this person's life, but at the end of the day, they still kind of cared about them deep down in their own twisted way so you know you can aim for my heart but you'd still miss me in your bones deep down i don't know yeah it's a great like it. great song um probably not one of my favorites on the album for whatever reason i i the lyrics not the lyrics but lyrics are great mm-hmm. or i i was never in love with the musical side of it yeah and to say that it's not one of my favorites does not at all mean it's not good because the thing right. about this album is that there's literally no like dip. Right. There's no part of this album that's so like good. specifically like, oh, I want to skip this song. Yeah. We're like, not to, okay, I'll, I'll yeah. do it. So most of Taylor Swift's albums for me have like a really high, have like a really yeah. high point and then kind of a really low point where uh-huh. I'm like, ah, I just have to skip it. Uh-huh. Um, and this does not, where I, I don't think it quite ever gets as high as some of them like right. it doesn't have like my favorite taylor swift song is um off of speak now i forget what it's called which is embarrassing um and then none of these songs are better than that song in my opinion i'll think of it at some point um but none of these songs are bad yeah that's great i agree so what do you rate this song this is a 10 out of 10 is it really yeah well you did say it was oh impressed. i was also gonna throw in um there are some people that think that this song is about uh, her old, what's it called, man, not manager, but the the dude, the dude that sold all of her music. Some people uh, consider be this to be to, to him, which I, is super interesting to like read the lyrics and think about. Well, it could be one of those classic double meanings. Yeah, who knows? Or that I like. I just like the idea that like she created a whole world. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I like to think that all these songs exist in the same universe. For yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and I like that. So I'm gonna give this song a seven okay. again. And now we're on to Mirrorball, which is Ugh. a song that I did it again. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean. I did not mean to. I wasn't even on purpose. Um, I love this. Song. This song is is crazy because it. I feel like it almost has like no structure. Some of the songs, I would say some of the songs on this album but do. I, I love Just that. wait till you hear the lakes. If you're okay. like saying that, that you're, if you're like saying no structure, the lakes is going to blow your mind. Well, I like, like there's some songs that uh-huh. I don't like when it doesn't have structure. And then there's some other exactly. songs that I love that it doesn't have structure. Yeah. This is one of them where it's just kind of like a feeling. Like the song yeah. is just a feeling almost, if that makes sense to you listeners. I love this song. Um, what do you like about it? This isn't one of my top, again. Um, I feel like it kind of... No, it is. I think it's there's a streak of songs kind of in a row that I consider to be my very favorites. This is definitely one of my very favorites because it's kind of... I always like a song that's relatable. I feel like with Taylor Swift, you always find a song you can relate to. This is Mm -hmm. the one for me. Um, I love that this is one of the ones I can for sure tell is about her which is kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah, in an sure. album full of songs that really aren't about her. 
Um, we get a look into her relationship that she's super private about. Uh, like you never see these people mm-hmm. out together. So yeah. it's interesting to read a, or like hear a song about that. And she kind of discusses um, why maybe there's so much secrecy around that relationship. Um, considering the fact that like she is the mirror ball. Yeah. So she's kind of so in the context protecting of, herself and her relationship, I think, in response to that. I don't know. When she says mirror ball, she just really just means like a... What, what does that mean to you? A reflective just like object a, just a that like everybody's mirror, but, looking at. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a disco ball, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the, the phrase or the word mirror ball just kind of has a, like a more artistic... It's like a disco ball. I, like I picture it. a disco ball for sure. If she said I'm a disco ball, that would have a lot that yeah, would make the song not, worse. Not good. For sure. So um It's such a pretty It's very song. pretty. It's I, so I pretty. would say this one sound wise like lyrics aside, sound wise, my favorite for sure. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's it's got a very like I don't know how to explain it. This is the national. Okay. okay. So the national guy helped produce, I think maybe all, almost all the songs What's on the album, maybe that? all of them. Aaron Dress Dessner. Dessner. I can't remember how to say his last yeah. name. Yeah, he's, um, he's on This a lot song of these. sounds like the national, and I love their sound. Um, she's got that like, I don't know. It's just a really cool track. Yeah, um, it's a very but cool the track. lyrics too are fantastic. I agree. Um, this is another one of the songs I haven't super read about a bunch so i could offer almost no like thoughts about what i think it is and what i think it means yeah but i think honestly for me it's enough that it's just really a pretty song mm-hmm. and again it's a it, and it gives you a, kind of a specific feeling so what would you like to rate this song 10 10, 10 out of 10 she gives it a 10 i'm gonna give it a 7 5 yeah feels good to me seven all right this is probably, in my opinion, like my, my least favorite song on the album. This is probably the, yeah. the dip, if there's a dip. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of struggling to remember how it goes, actually. I would agree with you. This isn't one of my favorites. My dad loves this song. Really? Um, but it's not one of my... I mean, it's pretty, and I like to listen to it, but it's not definitely not my top. Um, I do really like... I read... Um, I read that the the inspiration for this song is um, kind of, she said that, like, there's that phrase, like, if you're really mad at somebody, you're supposed to picture them as they would be at seven years old, and that's supposed to help you, okay. like, not be mad or, like, recover or see, see how human they really are. So yeah. um, I think that's a cool concept for a song, um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I like it. It's pretty, but. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about it, honestly. Yeah, me neither. It's it's definitely about her childhood, reflecting on a friend, childhood friend type thing. I don't think there's a whole lot more to say though. It's That's pretty. Fine. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Um, <laughs> I like could not remember how it went for so long until like yeah. ten seconds ago. I was like, which song is this? Um, this is good. It's a yeah. good song. Sweet tea in the summer. That's good. That's yeah, fine. It's nice. It's, it's, it's got my a nice least favorite sound, thing I think but... on the album, but I'm I'm and by no means mad at the song there's uh who there's someone at the door <laughs> i will deal with this oh it's my cat 
<laughs> There's a man at the door. We decided to run away or start getting lost or something. I run outside sometimes and, and I forgot to get in there. So. We have those eight or ten that just Yeah, strange. the, the over thought, Oh, we don't want to get mixed up on no. that. Well, he's fixed, so I guess. Yeah, that's good. And the coyotes are hollering, so. Yep. Well, we don't need any matters. No, we don't. Thanks, man. I think we're going to leave that in the podcast. Huh. I just froze. I didn't know what to do. There well, was a man carrying Luke's cat up to the door, and I was just so confused. I did not know how to handle it. You are so handsome. Hi, cat. Okay. Um, well, Taylor Swift loves cats. She does. So that's how we'll tie I that in. How, I wonder how her cats are doing. They're good. She has three now. What? I thought she only had the two. Well, she got a third one recently. Good. His name's Benjamin. Oh, you're such a pretty great kitty cat. All right, get um, Okay, so seven... We're done with seven. Well, oh, you, we have to, to rate, rate it. it. I would give it a five, <clears throat> five out of ten. I'm going to do the same exact thing because, okay. again, lower than that would be like, yeah, it would be too low. Fair. And okay. okay, so August, very oh, important song here we to go. me. So we'll talk a little more about this. Is one of the three um, love triangle songs, and this okay. is about the, the the girl, other woman, the other woman. I like this song. Let's um, not like let's not talk about too much about the storyline. Okay, I we'll, get to that we'll after save Betty. that to Betty. Yeah, for Betty. But um, yeah, so this is the song about I love the girl. I do really like this song. It's very pretty. Uh, it's got a nice sound. I, it's got some nice lyrics. I don't think the song's gonna get the credit that it deserves ever. No. Especially because like the melody line is so creative. Yeah. And. It's really just it's original and I love it. I love it. Like, and it was it was that song for me. Like there's always a song in the album that like you don't really get into it until a little bit later and you're like, yeah. actually, uh-huh. this song is awesome. And this was that song for me. Yeah. Um probably I like the bridge. This is probably my second favorite song in the album. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um and so this is about the other woman and um what do you think? What, what do you, what do you um, think about this, this song? I really, I mean, it's great. It's it's kind of in the middle of the pack there for me, um, but I really like it. It's it's a pretty song. It's got a nice bridge. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it other than, I mean, okay. I feel like we'll get more into we it will. when I mean, we, we get can't, to Betty. We, we cannot can't say reveal. very much about it because... I do wonder, is her name August or... You had said that? I don't that. think her name is August. I don't feel like her name is August. I feel like... I think that would certainly be just... I think that would, would be, be too, too coincidental weird. for yeah, something that she made up. Yeah. So I think I think we just don't know her name and I kind of like that we don't know her name. Yeah. I think it's best. Because if you knew all three of their names, it would kind of be like... Too... Too... Kitschy? Is that yeah. the word? It'd be too cute. Is that yeah. what you're trying to say? I don't know. It's too obvious and not like, I don't know. Like cute in a negative <clears throat> way, not like. Yeah, in a weird way. Any, so, yeah. yeah. So I like, I All like right. this. So we'll get, this. we'll get to more of it. Like the, This is the, the only album that feels summery. Yeah. On well, the album, right? Like. You mean the only song on the, yeah. The only song on the album. Because um, this album to me is Fall and Winter. For sure. I feel like every Taylor Swift album is a season. Yeah, Am so I like crazy? red is summer for me. <gasps> what are you about red to say? Red is some the the Taylor Swift fandom would have you dead. Listen, I will always, <laughs> always, always think about the following when I listen to Red, the fair in July. Um, I 
I don't know. And then that my is sister a fall album. And Jacoby Beeman dating. And I, I think about that the entire, the entirety well, okay. of that album. And but actually, lyrically and sound-wise, it's a fall album. The you sweater. Should have seen the, the way scar- she looked at I mean, you the when scarf, I said that. That's terrible. The scarf. You're right. You're right. She left at his house. You're she right. sings about autumn leaves falling down into place. It just good line irritates me that you would even. Okay, I'm so, so speak sorry. now to me. Speak now is, I guess winter. I don't know how you feel. I about I that's a little. That one's a little. That one that could you, be. You could be it could be spring. But I'm um, fine with with what you 1989 said spring summer. All right. Well spring. All right. I don't want to say anything more th- about this because that that is like. <laughs> So the opposite it, of what you it, say? When it's the first snow of the year, I listened to 1989. You got it all. That, what about <laughs> reputation? Reputation to me is night driving. Night driving is when I listen to that. Like, I like you're driving I like in the night. night driving now. I, I, night driving I album. night driving songs. Maybe, probably winter night driving. Right. If I were to pick I have, but anyway. I'm clearly not cut out for seasoning these albums. What now. would you say for that one? I, I don't listen to that album nearly uh, as much as I do the rest of them. Makes me um, so sad. I'm sorry. Um, I'll work on it. I'll yeah, work, on work give it, give it some, give it Let an it extra summer. try because... Okay. It's a it's another hidden meaning album. I did only give it one try, and you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to give an album two tries. No, on the because that's an album that like on the surface level is something, and when you actually really dive into Mm -hmm. it, is something else entirely. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So August is the only summer song on the album. That's what I was gonna say. I think. And then we got all. And then and then we got out of control. Okay. So what do you write? What are you rating that song? (laughs) I'm we, giving it a we can six. never do another podcast without Matthew here. I know we're, we we have no control. We don't have any control. How dare you give happening. that song a six? Because I'm, I'm sorry. giving it a nine. I know. Um, I just like the song. Okay, so this is me trying. Um, I like this song. Oh, I love this is me trying. I don't know why. I mean, I know it? why it's a What's good song, it about? but I just mean. Um, there's something about it that's really good to me. I um, this one is about a um, an addict. Oh, okay, that um, makes sense. So that makes sense. But uh, I love the lyrics on here. I've been having a hard time adjusting. I don't know. It's just so good. Uh, it's just, it's just I love simple. The line, I got. Uh, they told me all my cases were mental, so I got wasted yeah. on my potential best, maybe best line in the song, plus or in the in the. Album. Oh, I love it. And it's hard to be at a party when I feel like an open wound. It's hard to be anywhere when all I want is you. Ugh. So good. Who is she talking to? What is she talking to? Interesting. In is that? It, like, is, is, is this a song sung towards the addiction? Or is it just about an addict? I think I think he's talking... In my mind, he's talking to a significant other okay. who has left him because of his addiction. And, I see. And, he's kind, and they're kind of like not... They're kind of like she's wanting him to recover, and he's trying. Um, How do we know this is about a man? I just, it's, you don't, but to me, it sounds like a man for some reason. Um, I don't know why, but it's what I picture. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, The music, as far as music goes in this song, doesn't super do it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I like it. I just like that it's simple. It's very simple. Yeah, and that's, that's it's a good, good for me. It's okay. good. What do you think? Ten out of ten. This is one of my top. This is 
fascinating. So you have number two, number six, number ten. So cardigan, mirror ball, and this is me trying mm -hmm. number nine. Um, are your tens? That's cool. Yeah. I'm giving this a six point five. I think. Okay. Um, okay. Ten illicit affairs. I think nine, ten, actually. Like the okay. nine and ten kind of yeah. What's the word I'm looking? They they kind of go together. In a, illicit affairs and this is me trying. That's interesting. For, I don't know. I, to you, they like are are similar. Yeah, huh. I think I think so, but I could just be. No, I mean it's wrong fine. About that. It's just your opinion. Um, you can't be wrong. I like illicit affairs. The only problem I have is, with it is that I get like the beginning. I get really excited. And then <laughs> I don't feel, I don't feel you like you can't it. contain yourself. <laughs> you start throwing things. You're swerving off the road. Oh man, screaming, misexplaining this. Bad. <laughs> yes. No, I just don't. I don't feel like it ever gets better. Yeah, than the, beginning. the build. I know what you mean. I just it's like just it. Kind of starts okay. starts hot and doesn't ever yeah. go anywhere. Has it? It has nowhere to go. Okay. So, um, I thought that this was gonna be one of the tri like triangle songs. When I first heard I it. did too. I was with you there. I think Affairs makes you jump on that train. But the thing about it is this is a very adult storyline. Um, and and the, the people in the love triangle are, are teenagers. Yeah. So I just think like when you hear the lyrics to this song, it's definitely an adult relationship. Um, I just love this song. I, I just think it's so... Song interesting i love some of the lines uh take the i mean she's just talking about like what you have to do if you're having an affair um which mm -hmm. is super interesting leave the perfume on the shelf that you picked out just for him so you leave no trace behind like you don't even exist i love the lyric um take the words for what they are a dwindling mercurial high a drug that only worked the word. first few hundred times like that's such a good a good picture way to like... describe an affair mm -hmm. like just a, it, yeah. just a high, you know, that's only going to work for a certain amount of time. I like the bridge. I think I love that's the bridge. my favorite part of the song. Uh-huh. Um, you showed me colors that you obvious. know I can't see with anyone yeah. else. Like, amazing. Good song. And, okay, uh, I forgot about that. They show their is. truth one single time, but they lie and they lie and they lie a billion little times. I mean, it's just it's such a beautiful song and when i heard this song i was like man it seems like she's like experienced this i don't think she has but like who knows maybe it's she just has, like maybe you have hasn't. to i mean just the descriptions are so in depth i don't know it's a great song um what are you gonna rate it i think i'd give it probably a 8.5 okay yeah i'm going to give it a 7.5 okay um now we go to Mad Woman, which Ooh. actually that's not true. I'm sorry, I skipped one. Oh, Invisible I got all excited. Well, Invisible String is next, okay. and that is what I'm excited about because I freaking love this song. Okay. Um and ah oh, okay <laughs> it's obviously like she's it's a stringed instrument that's in that's being played, and <laughs> so that's like I don't think she's being cute with it, but it's like it's not like she's playing the strings of guitar. It's like this very staccato we like. Yeah. It's just like that. If I had I asked my did iPhone, that on the song. <laughs> you were okay. Yeah. I was me. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I came in. She was like, "Hey, look." This is what I'm going for. I, mean, I need you, you, and oh, I like went. This. Ding, 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 ding. 
I love it. Okay. I love the song. Yeah. Um, and it makes me glad. That's yeah. what I want to say about it. Um, it, it fills me I with agree. joy for kind of reasons I don't understand. <laughs> A joy that I can't even begin I to love, understand. I love the way that she like phrases everything yeah. and like how like the, the sentences are long. You have to like follow if it. If I to wanted make... to write a song with a sentence that long, I would be like, I'm sorry. This, I can't, I can't do it. The, there's too many words. There's no way to fit them all in, but she does it. Okay. So she just po- does that. probably my favorite lyrical part of the whole entire album is verse two. When she says, bad was the blood of, of yes. the song in the cab on your first trip to LA, which obviously is a reference to her own song. Bad blood, which is, which is awesome. so interesting because, like, that means she's telling us, like, her boyfriend now, because this is totally about her boyfriend yeah. now. He, that's the first song of hers that he heard when he got to LA. Yeah. And he remembers that. He's like, oh, I got in the car and I heard bad blood. And he told her that. Now she's put it in a song. I'm like, and just then, so interesting. Bold was the, even after that, Bold was the waitress on our three year trip getting munched on by the lakes. She said, I looked like an American singer. Which, like, obviously, that's someone uh, recognizing amazing. her. But, like, that's such an artistic way to say yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and I and I think it, that was the exact line I was going to point out, by the way. he. I think it's so funny because, like, I just, you just visualize, like, some, because he's from London. Yeah. So, I'm sure they were probably in, like, that area and some lady. I mean, you could probably pass as Taylor Swift in another country somewhat. So did this lady really come up and be like, you look like, like an American singer. Like, I just think that's so funny. That's like, do you not, did she really happened. not know who Taylor? <laughs> I, like, I kind of hope that's the way it was. Yeah. But also on I the know. other hand, she I wonder just... if she phrased it like that to like mean like, you look like an American singer, capitalized A, right. capitalized S, where like yeah. you look like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, Because Taylor Swift, like the, the yeah. singer is not the same as yeah. Taylor Swift, the person. Right. Could be. Who's yeah, to say? Yeah, that's interesting, too. I didn't think about that. Yeah, well, that's, that's like... Yeah. Um, she also does reference the it. lakes, getting lunch down by the lakes. So that's a nice uh, callback or call forward to the lakes, which is soon to come, they uh, call which is that, also um, about her relationship. They call that foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. There Love we go. That. Yeah. Um, um, how do you feel about this song? I think it's a great song. I love... Cold was the steel of my axe to grind for the boys who broke my heart, and now I see, send their babies presents. This I think is that's a very... so, like, maturity character development. Like, to, you know, her old song. I, I think, like, some of her country songs are very, like, Yeah. I, I hate your pickup truck. Yep. That Which, you never let me drive. You know what? And There's you know what? I hate to it, too. too. I hate but, that But um, I just think that's so interesting. Did you know she actually did send Joe Jonas a gift? I think they. Were, I think some fans found out she sent Joe Jonas and his wife a baby gift. They just had a baby. Yeah, baby. I think that's super interesting. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's just like showing the character development that's happened here. Oh, I think this album as a whole is just like yeah. the most mature thing she's ever put yeah. out. And it's like, it's kind of like putting the maturity into words that some people are so stubborn to like not see you know yeah like some people are still not off of the taylor swift writes songs about her ex-boyfriend train they're still doing it like get off there come on get we 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 gotta get off that ride yeah it's time um (laughs) you're right (laughs) so annoyed about it i still see like on facebook if if she puts out a song i still see see comments that are like 
there she goes again, right? No matter, I'm like, you guys. You can even listen to the album. Can you please stop? I just saw that she put an album out. Um, like, out of all it. the wrong arms, right into that dive bar, something wrapped all my past mistakes in barbed wire. Yeah. So good. Um, anyway. I'm going to give this song a nine. Yeah. Probably give it a, I'll give it a 7.5 just because, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know why. I do feel like this song is very lover i almost feel like it belongs on lover not that it doesn't belong on this album like it still fits but it's such a callback to lover it sounds like lover to me Mm -hmm. um but i don't know 7.5 okay yeah mad woman this is a historical song um because taylor swift says a dirty word for the very first time (laughs) which shouldn't mean anything to pe- to anyone, but it means something to me. It means a lot to me. It means it a does. lot. It does. I needed it. I like that she did that. And she, that's not the first song, it's not the only song on the album that features right. said word. Um, but I, again, I just think I it think... shows, like, it shows she's not so worried about what everyone's thinking yeah. about her anymore, which is awesome. Refreshing. Very refreshing. Um, I like that she doesn't go out of her way to use it. Um, yeah. It just it, it belongs there. Like it's not um it just it it it's, it, it shows it, it up in a verse. It should have it should have gone there. It fits. I feel like some artists go out of their way yeah. to put profanity in their songs to make a message about like who they are and and she's not trying that hard. Like it just it belongs. It felt there. natural. Um, totally so totally I like agree. that. Yeah. Um, I am not on the right song. I just I it's a it's a great song about like it's about like just the angst, angst. Of, oh nice yeah the angst of like people just I don't know the angst of being a woman <laughs> <laughs> I don't know just like so much of it is so really every I, time you call me crazy I get more crazy what about that like I love that <laughs> I think that this song the only danger is that it's gonna like to to the people who are out there saying yeah. this is about uh, she's just writing songs about her ex. Like the, uh, right. it sounds like a song that's just about her, like right. complaining. If I don't think not, this one's about not, her. If you're not, yeah, that's what I think too. Oh well, I'm, okay. I'm, I have I'm, two schools of thought, but I, you finish. I was just gonna say this has never felt like it's always felt like a story to me. Yeah, and like outside of her life, I have always just felt like there was something um, happening here that was not at all Taylor Swift. Yeah, but. I do feel like this song is like righteous anger though. Yeah. Like nothing like, like not someone I would look at as being like, man, that, that girl's just straight up angry. I would be like, yeah, "Yeah, she's angry. You know, of course she's mad. Of course she's mad. Look what you did. Um, so I have two schools of thought here. One, I have thought about this song being connected to illicit affairs um, like and it. being maybe the other woman, so we would have another triangle there. I don't think oh, that man. maybe that's what she intended, but that's kind of how I sometimes think about it. My other school of thought is that it is about her, and it's about um, her music being sold again, this okay. one, um, because I don't know if you've been keeping up with the whole Scooter Braun and his wife situation. (laughs) I know some about it, but I I have not been keeping up specifically. So the verses that make me think that this could be about that is, um, let me find it. Uh, She references another woman in here. Let me find it. Like, 
You poke that. Is it you poke that bear till her claws come out? That's probably not it. Wait. Oh, okay. I think it's the bridge. Um, I'm taking my time, taking my time because you've took everything from me. Watching you climb oh, over yeah. people like me. The master of spin has a couple side flings. Good wives always know she should be mad, should be scathing like me, but no one likes a mad woman. So that kind of made me think about uh, Scooter Braun's wife because Mm -hmm. she was really up in arms defending him after he bought all of her music and kind of refused to sell it back. And uh, it just made me think, like, she should be mad. She should be mad like me, but no one likes a mad woman, so she's going to kind of stand by her man situation. I don't know. I feel like there could be something there. Maybe it's a little of both. There's yeah. inspiration, We're and like, there's also a storyline. So maybe it started as one thing and kind of became yeah. another thing. Who knows? That's yeah. the, kind of the great the beauty of this album is that we yeah. just don't know. Um, also, when your name is Scooter, Ugh. come on. Did you ever watch? Did you? Uh, so the man from uh, yeah. Lover. So she did a. V- I don't know if you watched that music video. Okay, we got we so. got some stuff to got, do after this podcast. Yeah, um, we're watching that because. You're gonna pass out, but um, there's I a mean, she put a list. sign up, uh, and it was a picture of a scooter with a like a, like no scooters. Wow, I thought it was so funny. I love That's her. That's Taylor Swift for you, man. I love her. I love her because she seems like she's like the your best friend in the world until you just screw her over and then That's she's like your worst be. enemy and that's me like i feel like i'm so the same personality cross yeah cross, don't cross uh, me don't cross her okay what would you like to give this song as a, um, as a rating i'd probably give this one a, a seven i don't give listen it, to it all like as much as some of the other songs but i like it i'm gonna give it a six five just underneath where you put it um, you have to be really mad. You do. You have to be and really like, pissed off about something. The unfortunate thing, not that this is a mistake, but I'm usually very calm when I get to this yeah. point. I'm very relaxed. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and so I'm like, mm, and you're like it's hard oh. to be I'm supposed to be mad right now, but I certainly Because you am just not. came out of like invisible string. Yeah, and I'm very and happy like, oh, after that. You're not ready for that. I'm so excited to talk about Betty, but we can't. Oh, there's I epiphany too. Next. Okay, Epiphany. Um, so what I was gonna say about Epiphany is this one's my least favorite. Is it really? Um, I still like it, I, but it's not my favorite. I'm gonna have to do something that I hoped I wouldn't have to, and that is <laughs> play a little bit of it because I forget how it goes. Um, uh, it go, here. Uh, are you it goes. Sing it? it goes. Nope, I got it. Keep your helmet. That was. Oh one. yeah. Um. So this one is about her grandfather. Um, actually, really? who was a, if I'm correct, like a doctor or a, some kind of medical professional in the war. Um, okay. So this is from his perspective about w- kind of like watching people die, which is sad. That's really but, um, a bummer. A sad I thing. mean, it's got some really pretty lyrics. It's got a, I like the melody. It's a very pretty um, and song. And it's not that I don't like it. It's just I'm not usually in the mood to listen to it. So it's not my favorite. I, I get it. I have never thought about the lyrics of this song other than like when I hear her say, Doc, I think she's crashing out, which yeah. I'm like, huh, I wonder what she's talking about. Yeah, somebody's dying. Yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> I, I need to think about this song a lot more than I have thought about it. I do like the the, the music, though. It's yeah. just, it kind of, it, it never really goes yeah, anywhere, which is like the big problem for me. Yeah, it's a very like floating through space song. Yeah, so That's like if I you feel. were, I feel like if you were super high, you would love this song, yes. but I... Yeah. have yet to be high for this song specifically or at all actually I agree. now that i've talked about being high um uh-huh. so um i like 
something med school did not cover someone's daughter, someone's mother. Yeah. Just cool. Some cool little things in there. Um, I'm sad that I did that. Uh, uh, there was a I've hair on my screen. I made a lot of noises. That I, I am, like, I unzipped my boots. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was Listen. having a nervous tick, and I unzipped my boots, and it was so loud because <laughs> I'm wearing the headphones, and I can hear it. Hold on. <laughs> I can't hear it. You can hear because you oh, have Oh, wait on. till so you put these on. I'm excited my because I think asleep. I'm not going to edit this podcast whatsoever. Okay. I think I'm just going to leave everything in. My foot's so asleep. You got to. Okay, what do you think about this song? Uh, I'll probably give this one a, a five. Oh. Yeah. Kind of up. Well. We I, haven't gonna, given anything under a five. No, and I think so that's, that's good. good. I'm going to give it a six deserves. just because I like kind of the floaty feeling, but also I get, it's a long song to be like that for it yeah. to not really go anywhere. So now we're going to talk about You're Betty. In the clouds. Um, oh yeah. Number 14. Here we go. This is one of those songs where I like, I knew that it was going to be my favorite song on the album. I knew it when the moment I saw the title for some reason, I was like, that's this a is super be the interesting one. title. Yeah. Like Betty. Betty. What, what is, is coming? Best, what could it okay. be? So this song, um, <laughs> Is oh, unlike the rest of the songs in the album because it's very like it almost sounds like the first couple albums Taylor Swift sort of but like it's got a it's got a country folky vibe it's got a folky vibe I wouldn't even call I it I wouldn't a country say vibe. country she did perform it on the country music awards I did which see was that. super interesting because she hasn't been there in years yeah I didn't well think she that's hasn't cool. been a country singer in years which took people Fair. took people forever to figure that out but yeah I don't know that was super annoying why I don't know it's um, fine we're fine with it I mean she was pretty clear about it i don't <laughs> i don't know what it was like the first two have... albums were very country the third album was like she was kind of mixed sure. red she was kind of mixing it up by red it was like okay this, this is not country. really country and then she's like okay i'm not country anymore and then people like they i, I don't know i feel like they couldn't cope with that i thought it was pretty bit. definitive by red that she wasn't country oh anymore. yeah for sure well um i have heard her say before that she uh with Red, she wanted it to be a pop album. She mm -hmm. wanted it to go... She wanted to do even more pop than it's currently on the album. Um, but her record label was really holding her back from oh. that. So, who knows That's what too bad Red... what we could There's have... also a ton of unreleased songs from Red. I hate that. Um, here's the thing, though. She's re-recording all of her albums um, that got sold. Because if really? she re-records them, they're hers. She's confirmed that she's doing that. All so, when she re-records them... I wonder how. I think be. she's gonna record some of the unreleased tracks. That's gonna like probably melt the world. It's gonna melt me. Yeah. I'm gonna be fully melted. We will be talking about each re-recorded uh, album um, on this. Did podcast. you hear, Babe? That's an unreleased what? red song that she gave to Sugarland. Sugarland. Oh. And then Better Man. She hasn't confirmed that Better Man was from Red, but I think it was, and that okay. that was given to uh, Little Big Town. But anyway. I'm not a huge Sugarland fan. Me neither. So. I'm not a huge country music fan I'm at all. Either. But she does sing on it a little bit. Okay, so I have not heard of that song, so we'll let's okay, add that to the we're list. back to Betty. Back to um, Betty. I can't believe it's like a so long to talk about. We're so not good at this. We've been talking for an hour. I'm and so 15 sorry, minutes. listeners. <laughs> no one's listening. This. I know. It's, it's just for us. <laughs> I'll listen to <laughs> Getting it. Getting our feelings out. Okay, Betty. No. Good song. I love the way she drops the F-bomb. Yeah. Another place where it totally belongs. It fits. it fits entirely because like that's probably exactly what, I don't know, just yeah. like for the situation. Okay, so this is the third. We had a lot to talk about in this song. This I know. It's going to be like a whole 10 minutes. Um, this is the third like love triangle song and this yeah. is from uh, the male's perspective. Yeah. Um, he's already like 
they were it was James who is his name. Uh-huh. They were he, he and Betty were together, and then he cheated on her, or like I guess dumped her, yeah. maybe or yeah. who's to say? It sounds like he cheated on her. Sounds like he cheated on her. Which, yeah, it's a huge bummer. Huge bummer, um, James. Come on, James. Uh, I think James. I think this song ties up a lot of loose ends yeah. when it comes to that love triangle because you're like, you don't know you can, you cannot know that Cardigan is Betty until you hear this song. No, because this song has so many like references yeah. to that song, mm-hmm. like the cobblestones and the Cardigan, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, um, he references the cardigan. Yeah. He says the cobblestones, which uh, she mentions that. And then did we see if August referenced cobblestones? It might. I can't I, remember. I will go back and look it, just for the sake it, of it. It but. may. Um, but yeah, so then it says, I was walking on my, she pulled up like a figment of my worst intentions, blah, blah, blah. So she gets in the car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... And then at the end, he says, standing in your cardigan. So that's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty oh, obvious. Oh, pretty clear. What's happening? Uh, stopped at a streetlight. She, Betty, uh, in cardigan, talks about him dancing in the streetlight mm-hmm. in his Levi's. <laughs> I don't say anything about cobblestones in okay. August, but that's fine. We're okay with it. Um, uh, what the heck's up with Inez, man? Don't tell Inez anything. Don't do it. Don't tell her anything. she will... Well, yeah. it's, it's not even that she, you, you can't to, believe a word she says. She's most making of stuff the time. all the time. She's making this stuff time. all the time. So uh, another interesting fact about this: Did you know that she named these characters after Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' children? Not weird. It's very weird. What do they have a kid named Inez? Mm-hmm. They have a kid named Inez. A kid named James. They have not released their third child's name. Uh, but people are saying that they think it's Betty because of this That'd album. Be fascinating. Um, because she does that because on Reputation, the song Gorgeous, the little baby in the beginning that says Gorgeous. Yeah. That's their kid. Oh, really? So I think she's just it's just a game. Okay. Um, she likes to. Um, she, it's, she likes it's, to do it's that. Taylor Swift's world, and we're all just living in yep. it, and that's fine. So who I would like to re- I'd really like to know who are you rooting for of the three? Okay. Uh, I am not. I don't dislike anybody um but i feel very very sad for the august girl nice is that what you think i too? root for august for sure because I it sounds like her. it got, sounds like like totally screwed over yeah like well first of all even though betty is the best song and it's it's at least for me and i like betty i i think really who deserves to suffer here is james as i was gonna say like, even though like james. the song is the my favorite song is from his perspective so yeah like, it, it, like i kind of want to root for him but also like he but just kind of sounds that, like it sucks yeah you you screwed everybody over and i don't i do think um in my mind betty and james do not end up together okay. um I think she kind of makes that, it kind of seems like that in her song. That's what I was going to ask you about um, next, The order of songs to me, I feel like uh, Betty wrote her song after those two wrote theirs. Like, so I think hers last. is the last song because she's kind of reminiscing in her song. So I don't think they ended up together. Um, I think she's talking about a past love that was lost. Interesting. It sounds like more of like a kind yeah. of a a downer of a song yeah. if that's the right word that's probably not but um i part of me like wants to separate this song from the triangle because i obviously love it i love the right. music and i love the key change oh i love the key time. change and i love this just the storytelling like yeah. lyrics just fantastic lyrics great storytelling a lot of like references to yeah. other things and so 
in my mind, for whatever reason, I've decided that they did get back together. Um, okay. And that's that is the end. But that's I again. I love that. I love that, I that she lets you kind of decide for yourself. Yeah. Which makes me glad, but not that I think that uh, they should have gotten back together. They're fictional people. Yeah, I kind of forget about fine. that. They're not real. They're okay. Um, I love the whole. I love the line. Would you kiss me in the fortune in front of all your stupid friends? I love that he cheats on her, <laughs> screws over the August girl, comes back, and then calls her friend stupid. <laughs> like, He's dude, a... you kind of <laughs> suck. <laughs> it makes me glad though. Like, I, 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 know, I, like, I like it too. I, like it, I do. So. It's a good line. Um, I was gonna look at Cardigan real quick to see why I thought that they didn't end up together. Because there's a lyric as to why, but hold on. It is, um, I don't know why I feel like that. I guess I feel like, doesn't she say, stepping on the last train marked me like a blood stain? For some reason, when I heard stepping on the last train, I was like, he gone on a train, he gone. He gone. He's not coming back. (laughs) I don't know. But she does say he cut and you'd come back to me. Um, Yeah. But I don't know. Well, that is also part of why I decided in my mind that they, yeah. they got back together. So I don't think even if they got back together, they obviously didn't end up together like forever to or me. Like they? I just, they're so young. They're, they're right, just 17. children. They're only yeah, 17. They're, only, they're only 17. I also love the comparison of him saying, I'm only 17. I don't know anything. And mm-hmm. her saying, when you're, young. when you're young, they assume you know nothing. But she knew everything about that first love like that's so interesting i guess i at least give james credit for just being like i'm an idiot i'm an idiot i don't know what's going on but i miss you you don't hate him you don't hate him because again they're so young and it's hard to be mad at them it's okay she forgave him so it's fine they're not i just but But the august girl is the one that really like my heart breaks for her because it's like she sounds awesome. I don't know why. I know. I just feel sad for her because the whole time she's with this guy, he wants to be with somebody else. It's just sad. Yeah. I'm obviously going to give this song a 10. What do you give it? Um, I'll give it a... Don't. I'll give it an 8. Ugh. I know. I'm That's sorry. Not it's not like... I don't want to like put it up there with my favorite favorites, but it's like... It's a really good song. I like it a lot. All right. Well, we'll move right along. Okay. Next song is Peace... Hey. I like this song. Me too. I like it quite a bit. I like the intro. This one's definitely about her. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's like about her like fame and and the fact that like she can't really have a normal relationship. Yeah. Um, I heard it in the in the lover music video. There's that part where they get in the fish bowl together. Um, Yeah. And and she said that was like symbolic of like what relationships have to be in her life like if somebody wants to be with her they, they have, have to, to get like in the fishbowl constant like, like they're being so, watched literally i think so. that's interesting um it's a very real song which she is cool. really really seems to love him <laughs> she really seems to like this uh, one i will say that <laughs> and what was the other thing oh i like this this is a song i was thinking of when you were talking about unstructured this is another one that i feel like is pretty unstructured yeah it is. It's like, it has, like, place, no, like, like obvious chorus, I guess. Yeah. Which is what I mean by unstructured. It just has, like, has yeah. a, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus kind of thing. I love the intro. Like, just, like, the, whatever's happening with the guitars and, like, ding, kind ding, of ding, the, ding, ding. just uh-huh. that you on the album as well? Yeah. Okay. You had a big part in this album, it turns out. Um, yep. 
I like the harmony that the guitar does. Uh-huh. And from then on, it, like, it's kind of one of, those, of those, another one of those songs that, like, starts out, it doesn't, like, super go anywhere. Yeah. But I actually, it's a I, very I like where it is. narrative song. Yeah. Um, I really like the, the devil's in the details, but you've got a friend mm-hmm. in me. Yeah. I don't know. I like that line. The I like devil's that line. In the I like details. the part where she talks about. I don't know why, but he, he is. is. for sure. I like the part where she talks about his brother. Uh, when I see your brother, that's my brother. Like them yeah. becoming family. I just, yeah. I, I like it. I don't know. Yeah. It's not like. It's very sweet. It's a nice she song. She says she wants to have his child. So that's big. That's a... What could it mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is one I would give it an eight. I'm going to do the exact well, same. Well, you know, uh, 7.5. I was going to give it an eight. I'm so sorry. It was going to be so I'm symmetric. So it's just, I didn't want to give it the same score as Betty. Because I like Betty more. Maybe you should give him, give Betty a first I'm part. sorry. That's fine. I'm not mad. You I'm, are mad. I am. What do you think about hoax? Because I've heard some people say I'm puzzled. This is the one I, that really gets me into a tizzy. I'm in a tizzy right okay, now what, over hoax. What does it mean? It's it. I, it has think, every indication of being about her, but. It's about a breakup. Yeah. So did they break up? Everyone's concerned that they broke up. I don't feel like they broke up. That's not, not the vibe I feel. I never felt like it was about her. I do. You, okay, so I'll tell you why I think it's about her. Let's hear it. Reputation is all about the pain <laughs> and misery of her kind of downfall. Yeah. Uh, between a lot of things. Between all of the media hype. Between the Kanye West issue, yep, uh, which one. caused a huge problem. <laughs> uh, problem, kind of the whole world hating her, and then her, all of her relationships failing because of the media or all of the attention of her life in general. Um, her mom, you know, had cancer. Yeah. It was just a rough time. So I think, um, so she says this particular core, uh, part of the song. You know I left a part of me back in New York. You knew the hero died, so what's the movie for? Um, I feel like in Reputation, she drops a lot of stuff about the bad guy winning mm-hmm. um, is kind of the vibe. The bad guy won in that particular situation, and she's not wrong. I mean, for a while there, everybody was like, Taylor Swift sucks, Kanye West is right. Um, now, here we are in 2020. <laughs> Kanye West has completely lost his mind. I don't want to talk about Kanye West at all. (laughs) So so there's that. Um, I feel like that's a very thing. New York, obviously she lives in in New York a good amount of time. I feel like she spends most of her time there. Um, You know it still hurts underneath my scars from when they pulled me apart. I feel like that's so a reference to like the whole world hating her and her still being in pain over it. You knew the password, so I let you in the door. Again, kind of a throwback to reputation and a reputation she spends a lot of time talking about how kind of devastated she was but she found love in this one person that she was able to trust and open up to and he kind of made that really painful time in her life mm-hmm. worthwhile um you knew you won so what's the point of ke- so that's when i'm like what's going on <laughs> you knew you won so what's the point of keeping score I, I i don't i just i'm very confused there was like a day where i was like maybe this song's about god and then <laughs> i was like that's it's that's it's just it. <laughs> like no one can figure out what it's about um and then she goes into uh you what does she say oh but she says 
but darling, this was just as, but what you did was just as dark. Yeah. So then I'm like, like okay, this can't be about her boyfriend because he didn't do anything awful to her, right? I mean, he seems like a nice man. Um, so I'm confused. Uh, is this about I just someone feel like else? if this was about the boyfriend and this, this had happened when she released it, there would be a, the album would be a lot different. So I just don't I don't buy into But that. maybe she was like, "Oh, these songs are great. I'm still gonna release them." I don't know. It. I, I maybe don't so. Think, Who knows? I don't think they broke up. They're still. I mean, there are still like pictures that look like they're in his house, or I mean, in her house. They. I don't know. It just doesn't seem. But I cannot, for the life of me, figure out what in the world else it would be about. So, I I don't know. I need answers. I don't know how to get them. I don't really have the answers But it's either. a great but song. I, I, like, for a while, I was like, this kind of, the song might be, like, the, one of my least favorites. It's not one of my favorites. Really? Um, but it's not, like, I've, I've grown to like it a lot more than I did. I like this one. Uh, probably give it a seven. Um, the other thing I, I was going to say. Close. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's fine. William Bowery is listed as a co-writer on all these songs. Who is that? No one knows. <laughs> I don't even see that. Um, people think that it's her boyfriend. William Bowery. What's, I thought we um, knew her boyfriend's name. We do. What's we his do name? know. His name is Joe. But. Um, Joe. It's just Joe. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Seems a little. So, so, but people are saying William Bowery is like, and no one knows who that is. So people are saying it's him, but they're just putting it under us. Like she, he co-wrote some of the songs, but, uh. He's doing it under a pseudonym. Uh, guys. Guys. Like, like do you remember word. Taylor Swift used a pseudonym for a while? It was Niles Schoberg. I don't know how to I say it. I don't remember that at all. So she co-wrote a, a song with someone and she used that as her pseudonym. Interesting. So people think that maybe that's a thing. So that would be interesting if it was. Anyway, gonna, what do you rate this song? I think I'm going to give it a seven Okay. for oh. lyrical content. Yep. Okay, so... I'm not going to rate the lakes after just one listen. No. I'm going to go ahead and just tally up the score okay, while yeah, yeah, we yeah, listen yeah. to it. I agree. Um, so, let's do that real quick. I, okay. I should have um, this one. Okay. While you chat. Okay. Do I need to distract the audience? Okay. Nope. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to play <laughs> it and we're going to listen to it. Oh. Oh, okay. Are we going to get copyrighted? Yes. I didn't think about yeah, that. Probably not do that. We'll do it after. Well, that'll just be, it's fine. This, this, maybe that occurs we'll outside of the podcast. To, yeah, outside of it, just a friendship thing. So, perfect. <laughs> um, I'm going to do math really quick. So, can I have your phone to yeah. do the math? Here you go. This is my phone. Awesome. Um, you talk to the audience while I do math. So, uh, I don't know that I have much else to say about the album. Um, calculator. It's like, oh, it's hidden. I don't Hold know. Hold on. It's in, it's in this little box. I guess I could have used my computer. Okay, so um anyway, I I think this is my favorite Taylor Swift album, uh, which is big, big thing. Uh I do think Reputation and Red are definitely up there too. But this one is fantastic. Um Taylor Swift is probably my best friend. I'm running out of things to say. I'm trying to add up so I fast. Really like she's her. She's your best friend. Uh, she's my best friend. I went to her concert. Um, How much did that cost? Only to one. The audience? And I loved it. It was a great time. It was probably the best. I don't even really like concerts, but that was fun. That I was think this time. rating system is ultimately flawed. Okay. Because That's I mean, it, it means you've rated this album at a 7.71, which feels low. 
I think that that was because I was trying in not the context to be... of Taylor Swift, but at the same time, you... it's my favorite album. Yeah, so. so I don't know what to do with that. Oh, that's okay. Nope, I'm not multiplying. Um, it's fine. I I would say it's my favorite Taylor Swift album. Would you say what would you where would you say it lands in as far as Taylor Swift albums? I think it's my favorite. Like I said, it doesn't have yeah. like quite the highs that some of the other ones do. Yeah. Um, plus seven point five, but it has nowhere near like the lows. I just lost count of where oh I was at. Gosh. So. I don't think it matters. I think I think I yours think, was probably just a little bit lower. Than I mine. think it was probably just a hair look. I didn't give as many tens. So yeah. I'd be surprised. I don't. I don't so what's think. your favorite Taylor Swift song ever? Um, you don't remember? Standing alone in a crowded room. Oh, it's uh, the story of us. Story of us. I don't know why I like that song so, so much. I, don't I just know think it's it's rock and roll. What to so. say when someone asks me that question? You don't have to have an answer. Is the thing. So mirror ball maybe. Of all time. I've got probably got like a top five. I really like, like Out of the Woods. I'd like you to make two different lists and then we'll tweet it out okay. from our, the Twitter that we have not made yet. Okay. Um, one would be top five Taylor Swift songs and then two would be top five like deep tracks. Okay. Um, deep or tracks. like maybe like underrated Taylor Swift songs. Okay. Top five underrated. Yeah. Because for me... All Too Well. Ugh. Nobody gives Beautiful that song the credit song. it deserves. All Too Well is a fantastic song. Fantastic. Um, um, did you know the thing about track fives? No. Like every they say every track five on a Taylor Swift song is like the emotional really? song. So and on this song true. or on this album, it's my tears are rushing. Yep. I don't know. Interesting. So. Uh, All right. Yep. I. We need to definitely. End we this. just have to stop. That's I'm why so I'm sorry, not. That's why I'm everyone. not finishing like my tally. It's just this has been that's an hour just and a half. Too much. We should not have done this. It got out of control. That's why Matthew, Matthew should have been here. But Matthew is that him? No. Oh. It, oh, it is him. Okay, oh I swear I did not see anything. I just looked that way. Okay, we're ending the podcast. This Bye, is guys. The end of the Thanks, see ya. everybody. Have this a good is one. Great stuff. Bye. Bye.